Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Is Garrett Nussmeyer the one then? Is he the one? Man, good. Well, his arm talent is, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's up there. Like we talk about Jameis throwing a ball, like you just, he throws the ball and it's like, there's, there's something different about that arm. And yep. to be fair, he has three other 30 yard passes that should have been caught, but the receiver stepped out of bounds. Like his, his numbers could have even been worse. But like, hey, for having not started a game in three years, I think that was pretty pretty incredible what he what he did and kept it together. 390, 390 yards. Didn't throw any interceptions or anything like that. So one one pick. Oh, the one just pick. Yeah, that time. is right. That yeah, is right. just for half time. Yeah, three ninety five. You yeah, you can't be can't, can't be upset about the what he did. And the second half was he was almost perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you've got a. You still can bring in people to push him and make a competition, but that that's your that's your starter. And I mean, he's had the right attitude. He, he listen, if that guy would have left after last season, I wouldn't have been mad at him. I'm like, I get it, man. Like we all we all none of us knew Jaden Daniels was gonna be this. It seemed kind of crappy what they were doing to him. Yeah. And I mean, his dad's a professional quarterbacks coach. Like he has to have some good ideas bounced off of him when he's not at, at the right. team, right? You'd think. I mean, he's an I NFL. He's like a discount Manning. It's like he's. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Houdat Nation? And welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. Hey, what's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. It's the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff. And on this episode, the Saints continue to find new ways to surprise us. This time, they played a thoroughly complimentary football team or football game on the road to keep the Saints playoff hopes alive. And with it, creating some mixed emotions throughout the Houdat Nation. Now, whether you want to see the Saints in the playoffs or you want to see Dennis Allen fi- fired, my suspicion is that you're in for twice the disappointment because neither one of those things are going to happen. Even if Dennis Allen does find his first winning season as a head coach, the Saints have yet to show that they can sustain any kind of success. And even if they do next week against Atlanta, it's probably going to be too little, too late. Too little? You said it was a good size. The effort, you retard. The effort was too little too late. But now that you mention it, when a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. Hey! 
Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the future. Put your seatbelts on. Keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times. Enjoy the show. On the show, we have Wesley, James, and Jason. Uh, so uh, real quick. I think quick. the intro pretty much just sums it up. Like that's a hey, good show, guys. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's it. That's why we had you on today. Jeff. It's a it's monologue a show. <laughs> so but, nice um, speech, Ross. <laughs> Ross. There's, Ross Jackson. Yeah. It has <laughs> one more, a one man show. Oh, okay. Okay. It took me a while. All right. So I, I was moving on to the topic. You thought, you're thinking of friends. Like no, I was <laughs> Oh I thought he was going to pull out thing? his Ross Pro impersonations. <laughs> no, my eyes are not too far apart. His, that's that's Jerry really Jones. Enough, <laughs> They're both from Texas. Yeah, <laughs> and they both have the same. It's the same. It's the same impression. Yeah, he does the exact same voice, just says right. different <laughs> sentence. I can't All finish. Right. I can't finish. <laughs> so my one thing that I might have added to the instant reaction show is that y'all didn't mention is Jamal Williams looked pretty good filling in for Kamara. I thought he had some moments. Uh, he had that one good run for sure. And Best again, kind of, I think adding to <laughs> he, he definitely celebrated that one run. All right. <laughs> We're adding My to God. Wesley's narrative of the saints, just not recognizing guys and giving the right guys playing time and things like that. It kind of does make you wonder that maybe had they played Jamal Williams more during the season, he might've actually produced more. You just, sometimes you got to actually be on the field and carry in order to produce. And did they miss playing him? Cause you remember Mark Ingram's whole thing was and Jason back whenever uh, Damon was on the show and he used to always say this where Ingram was the kind of guy who needs 20, 25. Like the kind, there's certain running backs who have to get all those carries. They get progressively better throughout the game. And the games that Ingram had that man they carries, he actually performed really well. And he got better and better. And then he ran, broke things free. So whereas if it's only like 15, they don't get in a rhythm. They don't start see the things that they're supposed to be seeing. And they never really take off. I wonder if Jamal Williams isn't like that, where he's the kind of guy who needs to carry the ball or not. Not that this show needs to be about him, but. It just got me thinking that did we underutilize him throughout this year versus what we were saying, I think, last week or the week before, that he was a mistake, like we shouldn't have signed him. I mean, I guess some of that you can pin to the offensive line. I mean, the Saints really haven't been able to run the ball that well this year. They haven't been able to open a lot of holes. There just hadn't been a ton of consistency. Now, the line hasn't played bad the last couple of weeks. I actually thought they played pretty well yesterday, but overall, they just haven't done they, they really haven't helped the run game as much as we were hoping that they would so, so i think some of it we'll we'll go to that uh, if jeff i think i'd probably agree if you were talking about if jamal williams line was 19 carries for 88 yards but but he averaged he had a 17 yard run that you mentioned and he still averaged 3.1 yards a carry so it wasn't much what about catching i don't know look at the box score so um yeah he did have four catches for 13 yards oh, which yeah. is perfectly like on pace for what Alvin right. did last time against yeah. the Bucks, the 13 catches for 33 yards. All right. And I mean, so, he, he did have the mm-hmm. one catch for 12 yards, but again, you kind of take out the 17 yard run and the 12 yard catch. And he's got pretty terrible numbers, Pedestrian numbers. Two, two yards a catch and two yards of run. I think that's the reason he's not been playing is because he hasn't been playing well when he's been given opportunities. Well, but again, and again, like if maybe again, maybe he's the kind of guy who needs more than three carries a game. Yeah. Right. So now the line played better. Was Ramcheck the problem all along? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
What's if, up with Ramshack? I think by if the way? any of us would have said that Pete Hurst, McCoy, Ruiz, and Landon Young slash Cam Irving was going to be the offensive line, we would have figured Lost. we're in a lot of trouble. Um, yeah. And instead, I, it might have been our best offensive line performance of the year. I mean, it's questionable, at least, mm-hmm. um, against a team that actually has a good front seven, which to make it to make it even weirder. Like, it's, if they'd have done this to, a, you know, a terrible team, but it's weird that we did it against the Bucks and their most important game of the year. So I don't even know what to think. Um, what's up with Ramchek? What do we know? Degenerative knee issue, right? Isn't that what he's got? Degenerative knee. To, <laughs> I see what you were is, trying to do there. It, it, Degeneration X. No. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> There's. You, I got two words for you. There you go. <laughs> Retire. Oh, <laughs> Ram checks do $17 million next year, which we're clearly not going to pay. I'm not sure if he's going to retire or if he's going to have to take a massive restructure or I don't even know what the options are, um, but Ram checks not playing here for $17 million next year. And yeah. if, if we're in a situation where we're forced to restructure a contract like that for a guy that's definitely doesn't have long in the league, we're even, I mean, more screwed than how we are set right now to be screwed. So we have to, can, all right, so yeah, what's this options and the outcomes as far as the salary cap impact? What is the way for us to make the most room on the salary cap with regard to him? Ramcheck retiring, but us not announcing, but him him restructuring his deal and then retiring. Um, uh, okay. Malcolm Jenkins helped us out with that. Somebody the year before helped Drew. us out with that. Drew did that? Yeah, Drew did that. So, um, he would restructure down to the minimum salary. And then, so then all us, the, all the big stuff would go into bonuses and then he would retire. And so then we'd have two or three years to pay it. And so it's uh, to pay the minimum. No, to pay. The, we, no, we, we're, no, we're still going to have to give him the money. We just wouldn't have to give it to him right then and there. Okay. Great. I, yeah, and I know good. he said, he said he's going to try to get some doctor's advice over the, off season to see what, if anything, can be done because it sounds like he still wants to play. It's not like he doesn't want to play anymore. Whether his knee allows him, that's the real question. I but, guess my follow up question is: I mean, this isn't a new problem. He's known about it for a year and a half, two years. How many specialists has he seen, and what kind of new um, advice is he going to get? Like, I mean, is he just he go to Germany and get the get the Kobe Dirk Nowitzki knee injection thing that's going to? At this point, he's got to try everything. Just, right. I mean, how many are all the doctors he's seen so far? Ostra doctors, if so, yeah, like what's going on? More fun, right? <laughs> That's how we got here. Definitely get a second opinion. Definitely yeah. third, fourth, fifth. Go to Germany. Just we didn't even. Know. His femur's been broken for two years. We didn't even realize yeah, it. Huh. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just a little loose cartilage. That's all. I hate when that happens. Right. All right. Um, also, Jeff Duncan posted an article earlier this week or last week about. Uh, I think it was. Mara? Today. I think it was. Or, think it was. Think it was. Well, he, he does his morning. annual. I think it was Monday listen. morning after the uh, Saints game. Okay. Well, this isn't going to publish today, so I'm talking about people listening. Eighty-five. Then you need Doc Brown's flux capacitor. This is what makes time travel possible. I'll show you how it works. 
This readout tells you where you're going. This one tells you where you are. This one tells you where you were. You input your destination time on this keypad. I've always dreamed of seeing the future, looking beyond my ears, seeing the progress of mankind. Order Doc Brown's Flux Capacitor today. Just $19.95 plus shipping and handling. I'm time traveling, folks. Okay, so in his article, he talked about potential that we might trade Camara. Or is, is he saying that we should trade Camara if he were playing GM? No, no. I think this is his it... prediction of what will happen. These are his, it's his annual crystal ball column. Peter Finney used to do this. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, here's my crystal ball for 2024. What's going to happen? I mean, some of it could be serious predictions. Some of it, not necessarily so. How much so, do you believe that it'll happen? Because if he think, he's saying that we would trade Kamara to the, to the Rams, what do we get for that? I don't know, a fifth round pick? Why would the Rams want him? They got Kyron Williams. They don't need him. Well, the two of and them paired the together would be about the best duo in the league. Kyron Williams um, has caught the ball some this year, but that's not his specialty. And Alvin's proven that he's not a between the tackles. This would be the whatever success we had with Alvin and Ingram together. This would be better. I don't foresee the Saints trading away a player who helps to sell tickets who the fans love. I just don't see it. I don't think this organization operates that way. So I don't think there's how much a, money unless... do you save if you trade him on the cap? I don't know. I don't At this know how... point, everything's going to have to be a financial decision. It can't be about fans being happy. They're clearly not concerned about the fans. Well, being... <laughs> some of that is a financial decision to get people to want to buy tickets. Yeah, I get go to you. the games. The, the, the organization is always, always operated in that Jason, You're not going to not buy tickets because Alvin Kamara got traded. I mean, I may not, you bullshit. but some other bullshit. people might. I'll bet you a $100 steak dinner right now that you renew your season tickets no matter what happens. I'm not going to make that. So, so he, right. here we go. He's, he's, <laughs> he's how we should take it. Why the Rams? Why not any other team? Because he, he's, he's used to playing with a running back named Williams? Yeah, here's how seriously we should take this article, right? Okay, in March, at the NFL League meetings in Orlando, Florida, Owner Gail Benson petitions the NFL to change the team's nickname from the Saints to the Lumberjacks. Shut up. That's that's the it's other a, part. It's of a you. joke article again. It's yeah, a joke article. Oh, aha! Oh, what? Jeff, did you not read the article? No, I didn't read the article. I'm going off of your research that someone y'all posted. Uh. I don't read the articles. I read the headlines. <laughs> Because 99% of the time when I click through beyond, and there's nothing of substance under the headline for anything ever written anywhere anymore. Okay. It's all so, clickbait. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, there's a greater chance of Kamara being traded than the name of the team being changed to the Lumberjacks though. I just want, if we're, if we're ranking. <laughs> yes, um, and, <laughs> definitely. I just, I just like there's a greater chance of that happening. Sorry, shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see the Saints organization. So Jeff Duncan trolled us. He trolled you. That's why some people knew articles. how to knew, and how that's to why I don't read his articles. Hmm. Do you think I'm going to click through and read something he wrote? It's not because you're blocked by him. Uh -uh. Oh, that's just Jason. I'm not blocked. Yeah, it's just me. James, Jason's <laughs> that's blocked. Right. right. Yeah. I'm surprised Ben uh, James isn't blocked. They're friends. Hmm. All right. Uh, offensive. <laughs> the other question is: So, what do you think is going to happen to uh, Demario? He did bring up Demario Davis that he'd retire. Do you, that feel, feels a little more believable? I don't Either see retire that. or no. Don't see it. Not no, play here. He's still playing at too high a level for him to turn it in now. Okay. 
I thought it was great because we had mentioned on the instant reaction about I, I said that Demario when he picked up that ball, it looked like he turned 25. And then Tyron Matthew in interviews after the game also said that Demario Davis turned into Jerome Bettis whenever he picked up the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, he like that was as hard as I've ever seen him run. I think he yeah. wanted to take that all the way. <laughs> Certainly. Um. All right, then will Cam retire? No, because he's got too many years on his contract, right? Should Cam retire? He should. (laughs) Will he? Uh, Again, it's tough for these professional athletes to admit that they don't have it anymore. After being the best athlete on the field pretty much your whole life. Cam has brought it up each of the last few years that he's getting down to that, you know, one year at a time thing that uh, Drew used to talk about that. So He's no longer committed to, well, I'm going to make it to this many years. He's like, yeah, well, you know, every year we'll kind of redo it. And look. What about Taysom? Not to retire, but how do you keep Taysom on this team next year? Well, he's under contract. That's how you yeah, keep that's him. Probably, yeah, but that's, you, that's probably I mean, again, the best way to keep him. You've talked a few times about there's no way that we can field a 53-man roster because we owe too much money to too many players. Right. So – you have to restructure some deals. Yeah, but I think with with the, a lot of these deals, you've already restructured them. So when you trade them, the money that you owe them comes due the day you trade them. So we don't really we don't have options to trade or cut these players because like if you trade or cut them, you owe them all the money that you've already restructured. So you have to so re, the, re can you yeah, re, that, that, restructure? That doesn't get, that doesn't yes, get passed every along every year you can team. restructure them, but then you're basically committed to keeping them for two more years instead right. of one more year each they're, time they're, they're just making things worse by doing that right and that's why the thing we're talking about with Derek Carr like we're going to restructure him this offseason and any amount of us getting out of his deal after 2024 becomes null and void you are now committing also to him to 2025 w- without without taking just a massive bath and cap hell hmm. I mean Which... and l- listen there's the the Bucks this year decided to take it, and they took like eighty four million dollars in dead cap or whatever, and uh, they're going to be in a really good position moving forward because they decided just to go ahead and completely take the bath on all that, and uh, they're going to be a scary team that they're going to be able to go buy an, a better quarterback if they want to, um, and do whatever they want. Where we're still just going to keep you know restructuring old players. That's the problem because we need to we need to finally just eat it in the face. Yep. Not pretty. We need to eat. We're it. not doing that now. No, no, we're not even doing <laughs> that yet. Feels like it. And, and right? to be fair, Taysom's not an old player that needs to retire. I still, I think we just completely utilize Taysom the wrong way. Um, we still don't give him the ball enough today. You know, on the game this week, it was cool in the first quarter that we did that that pass to the tight end that made sense. I mean, like where you fake the run and you throw the, pa- but then we did the exact same play two quarters later and it almost was an interception like that that's a that's a play that people aren't expecting but you damn sure don't run it twice in the same game it, it just it made no sense to call that play you the second what you're time doing. Well, it didn't work right. the second time okay it's the this, uh, my kid's high school football coach which it's not always wrong where you keep doing something until they stop you right you keep doing if it works keep doing it until well, they have then, an answer for it and then we've got some catching back shoulder touchdowns as he backs into the the goal line like again things that we haven't done with him it's the weirdest stuff that in week 17 Jawan johnson has his career game when we've needed tight end help all year Taysom makes the best kept touchdown catch of his career 
in a year that we've needed tight end help the entire year. It's just, it's dumb. It makes me wonder if um, Juwan Johnson did, wasn't nursing some kind of injury during the year and he's finally healthy or something because he looks like a completely different guy than he did even like three weeks ago. Well, I will also give credit to the to the coaches staff. I can't believe I just said that. But if you look at the last four or five weeks who against is, Tampa. The, did you get hypnotized like three weeks ago? There's this weird uh, Dennis uh, Allen's coming back. Oh, I'm going to compliment the It's like something happened. <laughs> Shit, the stage just beating me down so much. But if you look at the last four or five weeks of the opponents against Tampa, They've really utilized the tight ends, yep. and that's that's exactly what the Saints did too. So it's like shit. They actually looked at a matchup that other teams have been exploiting and actually exploited it themselves. I can't Crazy. believe they did it. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. I think it's four four games in a row where tight ends have had fifteen catches or something like that. It was some crazy number yeah. That, yeah. that Tampa Bay just doesn't. I mean, it's definitely not our style. But I mean, and Jeff, you brought it up, but there's multiple things this year where it's like we're figuring them out in week seventeen, and it's just way too damn late. Mm-hmm. I mean. Figuring out that Jonathan Abram can still play safety in this league or can play safety in this league and figuring out in week 17 where we've missed Marcus May for most of the year is really stupid. Um, Zach Bond figuring out that he actually can get after the quarterback mm-hmm. after not even in week 17 after three years is really, really right. stupid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jimmy Graham being a, a viable red zone and third down target and not figuring that out for more than halfway through the year is really stupid because he has 12 years of being successful at it yeah it's just i mean i i I don't know what's going on but it's weird that we are figuring things out with players that have been with us all year yeah well and speaking of figuring things out it does look like even last week Derek carr's throwing better like his passes are a little more accurate he's making a few better decisions still not where we i think expected him to be but it, you know, they did mention in the game Sunday and something I brought up the week before as well. Like, we are going to be stuck with this guy. He is going to be your quarterback. Yes. It could be like, it's, I'm choosing instead of looking at it, whereas like this bullshit we got this year is good. We're in for that again. There might be a glimmer of hope if the reasons for his performance this year are more because A, it's another year of a, a new offense, and that's all he's had his entire career. So he would have a, he'd be in a second year of the same offense. Nope, we're gonna have a new offense next year. Oh, that's so, true. Yep. So <laughs> nope. All right then. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. If I, I think of the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, the, the other reason the only thing injuries. you can do is to bring the shoulder injury. Right. Well, but, the shoulder. But he didn't have the shoulder injury for the first four weeks. <laughs> no, but two concussions, fractured ribs. Apparently, he had more fractured ribs than Drew Brees ever had in just this season. I mean, if the guy was that banged up, two like all those injuries piled up, that that does explain a lot. But he sucked the first three and you know three and a half yes, weeks too. But also the first three and a half weeks of his new offense. So that'll happen again next year. But if he's healthy, we might win nine games next year. Or we bring right? Do we bring in a new offensive coach? You might win nine games this year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we could win ten games. We play a much harder schedule next year. Much harder, but but we would also have. This is also assuming we fire Pete Carmichael and some other members of the offensive coaching staff. And so, who do you bring in? Anybody better? Derek Carr whisperer that you bring in, like who can work with him. I well, I I think that we're gonna have people that want that will want this job just because of some of some of the the 
names that are here. And and plus, last year was kind of a weird year because it was so many head coach, offensive coordinator positions available that I I understood why we weren't going to go out and get the 11th best person when a lot of those offensive coordinators were getting head coaching jobs. Um, there's going to be less competition this year for the best offensive coordinators. Um, so I think that uh, we'll, I think this will be a, a decent job for somebody. And Gail does have the money to spend on coaching contracts if we choose to. Do Was? you think they'll be stupid and promote from within? No. No. Okay. Because that seems to be her MO. I, I think pretty much everybody on the offensive side of the ball is gone. And that's that could be a prerequisite of them bringing Allen back because that's definitely the way it looks that Allen's for sure coming back. So we're going to be stuck with him for another year, which means we can really tank next year. We can go. He has just had, he's in the midst of his most successful season as a head coach. <laughs> Eight wins. It's the most he's ever had in one season. Oh my God. And his defense played lights out. And last year at seven. So he's getting better. Jeez. Oh, Four or five years from now, he can have a 12 win season. I mean, <laughs> In, in the new UFL? <laughs> oh, God. He's, again, if you, you're, you've got several holes in the boat right now. He is not the largest hole eh, to plug up. He's a pretty up. big hole. No, he's not. Yes, because he the defense is in good shape. The defense but is he's fine. The head, okay, if but he's he, more than the coordinator. I, he's I the know, head Jason. coach. He's the head honcho. I Everything know, falls but on the his offense lap. is the bigger problem but it's his, it's under take his, his defense fault. and let uh, yeah but it's still his fault he's the head man you, but you are the one who said you can't fire him this year you put this you put this out in the universe i didn't yeah, say I think, you could. i'm pretty sure everybody's ready to fire him and then if, 3 weeks ago jason started you know we could bring him back now the whole world now we're actually bringing him back jason reported it before Rappaport yeah. and dove climbing so right. maybe and now Jason's against it. It was his idea. I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying <laughs> it was it was a, it, right now. it was a it was a theory. It was a way to get us out of the hell that we're in. I was try I was just trying to think of something different because everybody was like fire him, fire him, fire him, fire him, fire him. I get do you, it. Do you fire Doug Marone too? Whole offensive coordinate staff. Nobody Ari Evans. I thought Jari Evans went to Denver. He's Who? not. He's not actually hired as a coach. He's, yeah, he's a, a consultant. Okay. He's an consultant in training camp. He's, yeah. He's who? Who did? Uh, oh, did Zach, Zach Streif Streif. go to Denver? Okay. Yes. Zach Streif went to Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we aren't. We weren't missing much when he left, except bad radio calls. I'd be a fan of hiring pretty much anybody involved in upper offensive decisions with the Detroit Lions. Because they made a killer out of Jamal Williams, who I don't think is good. And Jared Goff, who I've never thought was good. Like, they've made him a serviceable um, quarterback. And where he's got a few receivers around there, like Amon Ross St. Brown is his real only receiver. So whatever you've done with Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown, do that with Carr and Olave. And then get Jamal Williams back to being whatever he was two years ago. Or last year, I mean. Um, so whatever wizard they have uh, there that wants to take credit for that in Detroit, we can hire that guy. It's going to be interesting because I would think, yeah, let's just bring in – you're going to have to bring in a maybe like a QB coach from somewhere. But with all the job openings, guys are going to – you know, these new coaches are going to need new offensive coordinators as well. So they're going to be looking at the same the same thing we are. And if you got a, a new coach in a new spot, doesn't that seem more enticing than, oh, you got to go coach under Dennis Allen with an aging team that's about to go through cap hell? 
I think that in the league, though, he's respected as a good defensive coordinator. So I think they're going to look at it as the head coach is going to run the defense. You're going to be the head coach of the offense. And so that, that could be a selling point, too. Um, and, and just to address, I know I've brought up John Gruden a few times this year. I don't see John Gruden actually signing a contract for a coaching job until after his lawsuit is settled. Yeah. And there's multiple levels to that. They, there's rumors that John Gruden doesn't want to settle his lawsuit. He wants it to go to court so that whoever released the emails has to be uncovered because then that person's going to prison. And he, so there's rumors that he's like, I'm not settling for anything. I'm taking this all the way. Cause I want, and then clearly sometime between now and then the, the NFL does not want this to go to court. They Definitely want this not. settled yeah. because when it goes to court, whoever released the emails broke the law. Um, and, and it's going to be a big deal. And they don't want uh, somebody in upper management in the NFL offices to be <laughs> blamed for this. So who knows that could, that could, if, but if John Gruden settles his, you know, his case sometime before March 1st, maybe, maybe that's a, that's an option, but, um, as an offensive coordinator, he's going to have to probably step in as that and work his way up, though. Fun times. Yeah. The only other thing is, like, yeah, any of the really, really good offensive coordinators are either going to be head coaches or stay where they are, right? I mean, they're so you're going to have to get an un. You can get a quarterback coach or an offensive line right. coach, something like that. Yeah. Right. But right. And there's no guarantee it'll be better, but I like taking a chance on some young guy that maybe has fresh he ideas that grew up playing Madden. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you laugh, but like Mike McDaniel. <laughs> yeah, hey, that that shit. It, it's it's a, it's an ever evolving league, you know. Well, it's gonna work. You mean you the Madden like league it, or the NFL? Oh, I mean, Madden, Madden hasn't evolved. Yes, <laughs> you, you you used a good word there, evolving, and our system hasn't evolved for fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, I think there's gonna be a a, a very different offensive system in here next year, like not. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, something similar. We can, I think it's going to be very different. Yeah. And it should be. It's no longer the it same team that be. Sean Payton was coaching. I mean, personnel-wise, even. I mean, it's it, it was all Drew Brees. Like, I'm just, I'm just starting to get Where more and more like. There's, yeah. There's just, there's, oh, gee, there's, I wonder who said that a, few, uh, a couple of months ago. Hmm. Well, I mean, I've, I've been agreeing for years that, like, there's, there's the, you can always debate which one of them was it. Was it Payton or was it Brees? And we're going to find out because Peyton's Peyton's going to put in his own quarterback and his own offense. We're going to get that decision or we're going to get an answer to that sometime in the next couple of years. Yes, yeah, that are. was crazy that they did what they like. They fired. I mean, just got rid of like what happened. Which thing I really wish I knew what happened in Denver to where like to why not just bench him? Like they didn't they fire him they like they just who or is it they, they did bench him? him. They bench oh, him. I thought they he's, he's, cut him. No, like, he, he was he was demoted to second string. Okay. Well, in, es in essence, they're going to release him after June first. They're, they're doing it to keep him healthy. If he, if they, they, if they release him when he, if he was injured and can't pass a physical in March, then they owe him an extra thirty-seven million dollars, thirty-two, thirty-seven million dollars. They want him healthy between now and March so they can cut him for only eighty-five million. Either way, there is this giant discourse out there that oh, he's getting fucked. Like, no, he got paid one hundred forty million dollars to play two seasons in the NFL. He's right, doing yeah. just fine. What are fine. we talking about? Yeah, yeah, he's doing just fine. Settle right. down. That's like saying Derek Carr got fucked. No, the Saints got fucked. <laughs> and the national media is finally like, man, Sean Payton's a dick. Oh, y'all didn't know that? Just because y'all didn't pay attention to New Orleans? That's why y'all you are now all realizing, holy shit. He's I isn't that the whole reason Roger Goodell was like on our asses for 10 years? Right, yeah. <laughs>
He uh, hated Sean Payton. I, there's no way that Sean Payton went to an interview and hid the fact that he's kind of a jerk. I mean, that he he just acts, no, but he also has what they wanted. He's got an attention to detail, and I think gets good stuff out of you know his teams. Yeah, Usually. yeah. I'm not sleeping on Denver. You can this year because they're well, I mean, in the long run. Uh, so, all right. Anything else on the Saints that y'all needed to uh, bring up that you wanted to talk about? Derek Carr did actually take accountability for a sack yesterday. That was progress. <laughs> Maybe he's turning Did he listen to our show from Saturday, Wesley? <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, that was just a little in- interesting. I haven't, I haven't seen him do that at all this season. He actually took the blame for something. Thanks, thanks for listening, Derek. Are you, are you, uh, I know we have a Falcons preview episode, so I don't want to steal that thunder, but, uh, really it's, I guess it's more not our game. I'm thinking the Carolina Tampa game. So let's say the saints win against Atlanta, which is possible. That's what I'm pulling for. That that would Um, definitely be the other episode. Then would the, like, I just don't see the cards working. I don't see us getting the breaks. No, the other the other route is way like more Carolina. likely. Carolina's yes. not beating Tampa. The right. other route is actually you can you can convince yourself that the other route can happen. What's the other route? The Saints first need to beat the Saints need to beat the Falcons. You've got the Cardinals who just beat the Eagles. They need to go beat the Seahawks who just lost to the Steelers. So you're like, okay, I can talk myself well, into the future that. Super Bowl champions, but yeah, okay. And then, and then the Bears need to beat the Packers and okay. the bears are five and two in their last seven games. Their two losses is a five point loss to the lions and a three point loss to the Browns. So they've lost to two very good teams that have won double digits. Mm. Um, so you can, you can start talking yourself into that. The There's bears are right now playing the better than the Packers it's going up. <laughs> based on uh, the way. Look, the let's just be real. The, Sunday, Saints the saints are going to lose the Falcons. Those other things are all going to happen. <laughs> and the saints are going to lose to the Falcons. That's more right. Like me, uh, but I am at this point now where like, if Dennis Allen is coming back and Derek Carr is coming back at the end of the day, now I want to go to the playoffs. Like I yeah, want to win. There's yeah, no need to lose oh, anymore. Yeah. At, the, at this point, I mean, it'd be great, but I, I just, there's you're weaving. I want to win. I don't think we're going to. Yeah, there's too many too many scenarios. I mean, and then if you if you're the if you're hosting a game, if, if the, I mean the Buccaneers are not losing to the Panthers, but if you're hosting that game, then you're playing a Cowboys or Eagles team that probably the Eagles that are quite struggling. Well, what if um, I mean, so I saw I think Bryce Young got hurt. What if they decide to go with Andy Dalton next week? They could, and Baker could be banged up from that hit. Then, then, yeah, oh. Kyle Trask versus Andy Dalton. It's a, a, then we're fucked because Andy Dalton there's one thing Andy Dalton does is fuck the Saints over <laughs> I don't know I just uh, look anything can happen in the NFC South I I, I mean listen enough. we just beat the Bucks. I've <laughs> I mean, seen enough this season to know like yeah they probably aren't gonna beat Tampa but I just feel like who knows why the hell not I mean they don't sound like they're hey they, ever since they got DJ Chark they've been playing better and even I got it even be hilarious sort to, of. to claim to claim that last wild card spot travel to Dallas that'd be fun. Well, it just it was just four weeks ago, so it was December third that the Bucks played the Panthers and the Bucks beat them. It was only twenty one eighteen, so it was at least there was a close ish game, um, but that was 
I mean, Bryce, Young, Bryce Young going 15 of 31. The game will be in Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, their owner uh, pour a drink on the Bucks fans. My goodness. What a man. Talk about a dick. Let's see what happened? The, the owner... owner of the Panthers threw a drink on a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Yeah. Oh, wow. From the suite. And that's cool. technically against... Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's against the NFL's code of conduct policy. Like, for like it's, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. I did I did a show with Jeff Hartman um, this morning or Monday morning where we talked about um, we talked about that and like what would be rep repercussions for it like I mean I could see as far as him getting suspended from going to games for half a year or a year I mean what would be great though what if they lost the second round pick they already don't have a first and they get <laughs> their second taken I mean that would I will say like in our uh, the Dome Patrol account posted it on Twitter today, but like I hope that guy lives forever and never sells the Panthers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't think it would be so soon that we'd find a, a Dan Snyder replacement, but here we are. <laughs> I mean, but he threw a drink on somebody, even Dan Snyder, and that's stupid. This is, no. <laughs> I mean, has there been a worse owner since Marge shot? I mean, Dan Snyder. I mean, Dan Snyder, <laughs> with all the other stuff that went on in their organization. Allegedly. Make it, make it, allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. That's ignorant. Forcing cheerleaders to go on. I mean, the Cowboys did that, too. So that was part of their contract, though, right? Yes. Hiding yeah. money from the rest <laughs> of the league. Dan Snyder also did that. Mm. Kept two sets of books. <gasps> yeah. Oh. These owners, I'm telling you, these own that's the thing. If it's up to the owners, he's not going to pay a hefty price because they take care of each other. Yeah, I think this one might be. They, I think they might want to all sell, uh, separate themselves from him. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully they don't make him sell the team. Oh, not overthrowing like... a drink in somebody's face. He's going to have to do far more worse things than that. But at least Robert Kraft, when he's going to break the rules, he does it in a dark room with the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> And Deshaun Watson. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. James, Jason, Wesley. Was that the final thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, it feels we'll see like it happens. was. All right. That's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. Actually, I have one other thing I did want to bring up. Uh, I don't get the hype over Rebel Moon. Uh, the, I'm curious of the people who have watched it, who are listening to this, tweet us, Facebook us, whatever. If you watched it, did you think it was as good as people say it is? Because I'm seeing, we're talking to people who are like, this is what Story Wars should have been. This is an amazing show. I'm an hour and a half, maybe two hours into the movie, I guess. And I'm just kind of like, I mean, it's all right. Well, with over six. Yeah. (laughs) I know. <laughs> with, over, with over 65,000 votes on IMDb, it's a 5.7, which is not good. Okay. Um, and I the, the things that I've heard is I've heard it's not good and it's boring. And I've heard that it's real, like none of the story comes together, that it's all like, it seems like different weird scenes that don't have anything to do with each other. And I've also heard that uh, um, Charlie Hunnam is just a terrible actor. Like apparently, the, who's that? The, the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. He was in uh, Pacific Rim. He plays Kai in Rebel Moon. I don't know who that is. I mean, I thought he was good. That's how much I'm like into this movie. I don't even know who the any. I don't he was, know. He was good in name. Pacific Rim. Yeah, he was good in Pacific. Rim. Okay. 
I don't know any characters' names. I, uh, yeah, it's it's just not grabbing my like it's not holding my attention. Yeah, I, I think that. So I think I'm just gonna thing. abandon ship. Yeah, you got it's two hours and thirteen minutes. You got another forty five minutes to go. That's. Yeah. Well, the net, I've watched more than that because Netflix says I have twenty minutes left. Oh. Okay. Which I probably fell asleep. So. Anyway, all right. Follow us on social. Search for Dome Patrol Podcast, and we have one more week. Or, well, I guess we can do game day chat during the playoffs as well, maybe. If you want to participate in game day chat, send us a DM on socials. We'll get you an invitation to the Dole Patrol Discord server. Don't forget, everybody, subscribe on your podcast app. We do I – mean, the Saints are going to end their season next week, more like more, more, more than likely. Uh, if they do get in the playoffs, whatever. But don't forget, we do publish episodes throughout the year. So make sure you're subscribed on your podcast app. Give each episode a five-star rating. Comment. Set up auto-downloads so you can listen to the Dome Patrol podcast anytime. Anywhere. Say bye bye, donkeys. Hello, 2024 donkeys. The Dome Patrol podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.